Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, it's Dr. Will Cole. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers. This is the art of being well. What's up and welcome to The Art of Being Well. I am a leading functional medicine doctor. I get to consult people around the world via telehealth and I'm a New York Times bestselling author. I wrote Intuitive Fasting, The Inflammation Spectrum, Ketotarian, and the newest book, Gut Feelings. If you want to learn more about my clinical work, the telehealth center, we have brand new telehealth patient options now open and lots of free resources there for you as well. You can check it all out at drwillcole.com. That's D-R-W-I-L-L-C-O-L-E.com. And listeners, we're giving away free healthy stuff almost every episode. Today, we're giving away Gut Feeling Supplement Set. We released it whenever the book Gut Feelings came out because we wanted to release actionable tools people could use to support the microbiome mood axis, the connection between their gut and the brain and that bi-directional relationship and how the brain impacts gut health. Anyways, there's a gut supplement and there's a feeling supplement and you're dealing with both gut and feelings, the microbiome mood axis here. So you're taking the gut supplement set to support your gut health and in turn impacts our mood and many other pathways in the body. And then conversely, the feeling supplement supports mood and optimal energy levels and balanced hormones. Anyways, they come together in a set. It's called Gut Feelings. We're giving away a few of those for some lucky winners. All you have to do for a chance to win is head on over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review The Art of Being Well there. Tell us what you love about the show. You could leave your Instagram handle in the Apple Podcast review itself, or you could take a screenshot of that review and message me on Instagram at Dr. Will Cole, and then we'll reach out to you. We'll get your mailing information, shipping information, and we'll send out a set of gut feeling supplements. Good luck. Let's get to today's guest. Her name is Mari Llewellyn. I love this person. She's amazing. She's a popular fitness guru. She's a successful entrepreneur and an avid mental health advocate. Specifically, she's the founder of the viral health sensation, Bloom Nutrition. At 250 pounds, Mari hit rock bottom, both mentally and physically. 
She decided to take ownership of her health with the help of her now husband, Greg. She was able to lose 90 pounds and finally find self-love. Llewellyn documented her astonishing mental and physical health journey via her online social platforms, which garnered her over 2 million combined unique followers. She completely transformed her future and has now dedicated her life to help women and people from all backgrounds reach their full mental and physical potential. Through this mission, she launched Bloom Nutrition, which is completely self-funded and grown through her own platforms. Let's get right to it. This is Mari Llewellyn's Art of Being Well. Mari, where have you been all my life? It's been too long. I know. Well, we've hung out a few times. We've done my recording. We hung out at the event. And now I'm on your show. I'm so excited. I know. It's full circle. So I have so many questions for you. I know you've been open and, and honest. I'd like to start with your sort of origins of wellness and how you got into wellness. You've been very open and honest about your your wellness journey and starting with your weight loss. But for you, what I've heard you say, it was never just about the weight loss. You wanted to be strong. You wanted to gain muscle. You wanted to be healthy. And a natural byproduct of that was weight loss for you. What was the turning point? Like, What made you feel like I need to do something different to see something different? Yeah. So 100%, I think a lot of people who have seen my transformation photo think that I'm kind of this like symbol of weight loss and it's all about aesthetics. And for me, as you just said, it was very much an internal journey. I was someone who really was struggling badly with my mental health throughout college and I was using unhealthy habits to deal with that. So whether it be alcohol, partying, superficial relationships, food, anything that really numbed the pain was something that I gravitated towards. And I really had a loss of identity during that time. So I kind of hit rock bottom my senior year of college. I was drinking, blacking out. I was on a number of medications, eating foods that I never had been appealed or drawn to before, like junk food. I was self-harming regularly. So my life was really low and I was not sure of who I was really. So Mm -hmm. I pulled out of school, moved back home with my dad and kind of had this moment where everything hit me. I didn't have my degree. I didn't have a job. I didn't really have a plan. And I felt super out of control. And I hadn't even really noticed the weight gain until this point because it was just something that happened along the way, I guess. Weight wasn't something I ever struggled with growing up. So I didn't even really notice. And I think I was so checked out of reality that I just, it slipped my attention. And I think when I moved home, I was able to finally check in with my body and realize how unhealthy I felt from a mood perspective, an energy perspective. I couldn't really make it on a hike. I couldn't do things that I enjoyed. So it was a reality check for me. And that was the moment where I wanted to gain back control and it was less about I want to shed pounds and more like I want to become the strongest version of myself and kind of claw my way out of this hole in my life. And to me, the best and easiest way to start was to teach myself about nutrition and exercise and just start slowly implementing habits that would get me on the right path. And I did Mm -hmm. start really, really small. So for anyone listening who wants to begin, I think small steps are the perfect place to begin. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really good advice because a lot of people can feel like it's insurmountable, whether it's weight loss resistance or it's any other type of health challenge and you feel like, where do I even start? It seems unconquerable. You talk a lot about mindset. Do you feel like mindset was the first shift for you or did you just start making changes and that encouraged the mindset shift or is it a bit of both? What, what was it for you? That's a good question. I think a mindset shift had to happen in order for me to realize I was fully responsible for my own happiness. So Mm -hmm. I think I did have a little bit of a victim mentality before the shift and Mm -hmm. having kind of losing everything, like all my friends, my relationship, my health made me realize no one's coming to save me. The only person who can get myself out of this hole I'm in is me. But I will say nutrition, and I still think this to this day, was the biggest change that helped me mentally. Because I think going from exuberant amounts of caffeine and sugar and starting my day with these kind of ups and downs in my energy and my mood was really setting me up for failure. So switching to higher fats, avocados, eggs, more protein, salmon, those things really helped me kind of just get more clarity and think Mm -hmm. more clearly and have a better mood as I was approaching the journey. So I believe it was a little bit of both, but I still think that food has had the biggest impact on my mental health to this Mm -hmm. day. Got it. Was there anything, I heard you talk a little bit about this, but what was a food or a drink you were having when you were at that low point that you felt maybe in the moment wasn't so bad, but as you started gaining health, you thought this is out of alignment. Like this is a, a saboteur for, for my goals. Was there any, any food or drink that stood out there? Yeah. For me in particular, I remember my average breakfast was an extra large iced coffee with milk and sugar just to start the day. Right. And then (laughs) (laughs) I know this is, I can't believe I used to eat this way. And then two muffins, either pumpkin or blueberry, depending on the mood or both. (laughs) And then also I loved a bagel with egg and sausage, which by the way, you could do healthy alternatives of all of those things and make them fantastic and good for you. I just think as someone with a mood disorder, having that caffeine, I mean, even now I'm so sensitive to caffeine. I I drink the specific coffee now that you only absorb eight milligrams of caffeine per cup because I am so caffeine sensitive. So I've just learned so much about myself and thinking back on that time, like if I ate that now for my breakfast, I would just be useless the whole day. Mm -hmm. So it is interesting to think back on that. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. There are so many headlines about contamination from heavy metals, pesticides, toxins, but it's not just to the environment. We are intimately connected to the environment, so what's happening in the environment is impacting our bodies. When I look at toxin burden labs and I measure things like herbicides and pesticides, heavy metals, other environmental toxins, it is ubiquitous, common, but not normal. I know we need to be concerned about our water, the air we're breathing, our food supply, and supplements that we're consuming. That's why I'm thrilled with brands like Puri. These are pure natural food supplements. I love their omega-3 capsules. I highly recommend this brand. Omega-3 is an essential fatty acid that we need in our diet. It supports our heart health, our brain health, our skin health, our eye health. And Puri's O3 Ultra Pure Fish Oil offers a high therapeutic dose of 2,000 milligrams of long-chain omega-3 fatty acids, the EPA and the DHA that is found in the natural form. It's certified clean and fresh by the Clean Label Project and by IFOS. And every batch is third-party tested against more than 200 contaminants, including heavy metals and pesticides, dioxins, and bisphenols. Be aware of what you're putting in your body. Trust Puri like I do. Right now, Puri is offering my listeners 20% off site-wide. Go now to my special URL, puri.com slash and use my code WillCole. This even applies to the already discounted subscriptions. You'll get almost a third off the price. So you have to go to puri.com slash WillCole. Don't wait. Use promo code WillCole at puri.com slash WillCole. From the offices of Create and Cultivate, I'm Jacqueline Johnson, the host of Work Party, a podcast for ambitious women looking to create and cultivate the career of their dreams. Work Party is paving the way for a new generation of women, women who are redefining the meaning of work on their own terms. Every Wednesday, we bring in leading female powerhouses for real talk and BS-free advice on building your business. You'll hear from female founders, CEOs, entrepreneurs, creatives, and so many other badass ladies. Are you ready to create and cultivate the career of your dreams? Then tune into Work Party, the podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the show and never miss an episode. So I'm curious to know your thoughts. I've never asked you this before, but as a woman in this space, as someone that's been very vocal about her weight loss, and even us talking about food right now, you're on social media, you have a massive following. Like, do you get any pushback from the quote unquote body positivity movement, which that's a bigger topic, but let's maybe go there. When they say things like, there's no such thing as a bad food, you are promoting eating disorders. 
how do you tackle that? And what's your nuanced view on that big topic? Yeah, that's such a good question. And I have absolutely had pushback over the years. It's interesting because I feel like when I started in 2017, there was an outpouring of women who related to me, supported me, and really needed that guidance. And as social media has evolved over the years, I do think there's way more criticism and hate and triggering, as people would call it. And to a certain extent, I agree. I, I'm I'm conscious of my responsibility as someone with a big following representing the fitness industry. However, with my experience, I'm not saying there's bad foods necessarily, but for me personally, and I know for a lot of people, there are foods that make me a worse version of myself. My whole goal with my journey is to become the best version of me, feel my best, fuel my body, give myself the nutrients it needs. And for someone with mental health issues or someone who's trying to be healthier, I think educating yourself on food is really important and something I'm so glad I did from the beginning because there are people who go about weight loss in kind of a if it fits your macros way where they pretty much eat anything as long as it's within their calorie range. That's never been my thing. I've never been someone who closely tracks calories or is concerned with that. I eat things that make me feel good. And I guess from the beginning of my weight loss journey, I've been obsessed with weightlifting and the idea of growing rather than shrinking has always been so empowering to me. Putting on muscle, looking athletic and being functional in life is so much more important to me. And I hope that that message comes across when people hear me speak on my podcast, because I think a lot of the time when people accuse me of encouraging that behavior, they're just not getting the full picture. Mm -hmm. And I, I eat a lot. If anyone's listening, I may have cut out the muffins, but I eat pretty high calorie and pretty high fat. So it's not like I'm starving myself. I just am really ingredient conscious. Yeah, we have the same philosophy. I mean, this is about eating foods that love you back. And I love the way you put it. It's the worst version of myself. Why would anyone want to be a worst version of themselves? And it's not about restriction. It's about self-respect. Why would I want to eat a food that didn't love me back? And as you said earlier, even with the muffins and the, the coffee, there, as you said, there are better ways to make all of those foods. You don't even need to not have them. There are ways that won't hurt your digestion, won't make you feel bloated and inflamed and fatigued and, and irritable. 100%. And I think what you said about self-respect, there was that massive movement for self-love and kind of this encouragement of pizza and bubble baths and candles. And sure, every now and again, I get it. You just need to have that pizza. I, I understand that. But I, from my perspective, the best thing I ever did for self-love was giving myself foods that made me feel really, really good. And also maybe not taking the bubble bath and practicing discipline and showing myself that I can keep my own promises. So my version mm -hmm. of self-love, it has evolved over the years. And now I'm kind of learning to actually give myself a little bit of grace because I reached a period in my life where I was like, okay, I, I don't think the same thing is serving me anymore. But mm -hmm. during my fitness journey, I needed that discipline more than anything. So for me, that was what self-love looked like at that time. 
Yeah. And now, as you said, it's okay to evolve and pivot. And what served you then to get you out of where you were isn't necessarily what you need to keep doing. It's kind of obsolete at a certain point. You mentioned weight training being a major role of your wellness journey, which I love. I think a lot of women, not to overgeneralize it, they're afraid of picking up heavy things with weight training, I mean, because they're afraid of getting bulky and it's like it's not seen as feminine. There's a whole host of reasons why they think it's not for them but it very much is. Can you explain why that's such an important part instead of you just killing yourself with cardio, which I think is the classic move that many people make, why wasn't it the case for you? Why was weight training so important? Well, on a superficial level, I really admired women with muscle. I just thought it was the coolest thing. Like I remember really admiring the IFBB bikini pros and just thinking they looked incredible. But also you know, I was dating my now husband who's a bodybuilder and I just thought muscle was the best representation of hard work. I wanted to become someone who was a hard worker, disciplined, kind of the opposite of who I'd been for the last few years. And I felt like muscle was the physical manifestation of having discipline. But from a health perspective, I feel like with cardio, you hit a ceiling. Like even these women who do barries every day and run miles and miles and miles, your body will plateau and get used to the amount of cardio you're doing. I feel like our bodies love to adjust and you kind of have to keep doing more and more and more and more. And that is true to a certain extent with weightlifting. But I think with weightlifting, you're kind of changing it up more every day. You're switching between muscle groups. You're doing different rep ranges. You're doing different weights. You're elevating the weights you're doing. So let's say I began squatting just the barbell on my back. I got up to two 45-pound plates at one point. Like that kind of progression is really cool. And it also gives you something else to focus on other than the way you look. It's about strength. It's about the way you feel. And I personally feel like my body composition changed so much more than if I had just done cardio, if I just lost fat. Instead, I changed the composition of my body with muscle. So while I was losing fat, the shape of my body was actually changing. So... Mm. And also now hearing the studies about longevity and the importance of having muscle as we get older has just made me more and more obsessed with weightlifting. I think it's one of the best forms of exercise you can do. Mm -hmm. Agreed. So what's a typical weight training session look like for you? How long are you doing it? How often people want to know? And is, I know there's so many different philosophies. Is it specific muscle groups for a day or what's it look like? Yeah. So at the moment, I'm probably weightlifting about four days a week. And that changed. I was pretty intensely doing an hour, six days a week, just a couple months ago. And I've been on a hormonal health journey because I lost my period after coming off birth control and I've been struggling with acne. So I've been really working on my hormone health and something that I sort of took my foot off the gas a little bit was the intensity of my workout. So now I'm weightlifting four days a week. I also do Pilates and a lot of walking. So in terms of weightlifting, I love a triple superset, which means I do three exercises back to back. Let's say it's a leg day. I'll do leg press around 15 reps, maybe some RDLs and an ab exercise as well. I love training core. And I generally train for about 45 minutes at the moment, which I really feel like is all you need. I think so many people have this belief you need to be in the gym for hours and hours. You can get a lot done in 45 minutes. 
I like to train first thing in the morning. To me, it's like I'm getting the hardest part of my day done first. So I train like 6 a.m., 6.30 a.m. I've also been trying rucking lately. I don't know if you've heard of rucking. I've heard of it. I don't know much about it. So teach okay. me. <laughs> you wear a weighted backpack. So I okay. wear 35 pounds. My husband wears 80 pounds. And you walk uphill. <laughs> So it's pretty low impact because you're kind of going slowly, but you got to keep a really good posture and have your core really strong. So it's pretty intense, but people are really into it right now. So I've been trying that as well. How long are you rucking for again? Probably 15, 20 minutes. Nothing crazy. So you're going up the hill and back down and up or just... Kind of a loop. We do a loop okay. around our neighborhood at the moment that has a hill involved, but I'm new to it. My husband's like obsessed. He's doing it every day and he looks crazy good right now so maybe that's the the secret yeah so you're putting the weights it's on your back is that mm -hmm. what it is like a weighted back i've seen the weighted vests as well that's not the same you could do front and back but we're just doing back at the moment i know i think peter atia has been talking about ways you can go about it but yeah it's like the new thing and it does make you feel really cool i think it's like a military exercise that people are mm -hmm. now incorporating delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a a good one. In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more, but you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Into that workout routine. One of the most overlooked, under-talked about issues that we see with new telehealth patients, people are shocked when it's such an easy fix to issues like headaches, muscle cramps, fatigue, brain fog, sleep problems, weakness. If you just fix this one thing, it will be a massive support to all those things I just mentioned. It's electrolyte deficiencies and electrolyte imbalances. So something that we integrate into every telehealth patient's case is making sure they're optimizing their electrolytes. A tool that is a massive game changer for our telehealth patients is something called Element. Element is a zero sugar electrolyte drink mix born from the growing body of research, revealing the optimal health outcomes 
occur at sodium levels two to three times the government recommendation. There's so many amazing flavors that I love. I love the citrus, the lime one, the grapefruit one, the orange one. But something that I've been loving during the colder seasons is having my Element electrolyte packs hot. That's right. The new Element chocolate medley features chocolate mint, chocolate chai, and chocolate raspberry. So good. And is designed to be enjoyed hot. These taste like hot chocolate, so delicious. So you can make yourself some cozy holiday drinks this winter season. Go to drinkelement.com slash willcole to receive a free Element sample pack with any order when you purchase through this link. That's drinkelement.com slash willcole. D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T dot com slash willcole. One of the most common types of cases that we see with telehealth patients are people that are looking to optimize their sexual wellness, whether it's low libido, uncomfortable, painful sex. And our job is to support their wellness from the inside out as well as the outside in. A tool that we integrate into patients' cases that are looking to optimize their sexual wellness to support that sexual wellness from the outside in is something called Foria. F-O-R-I-A. Write that down. Foria has amazing award-winning products to support your intimate experiences across every stage of your life, from menstruation to menopause. Foria's sex and intimacy collection features life-changing plant-based formulas designed to enhance pleasure and open the door for better, healthier sex. Foria's products are made with liquid coconut oil for long-lasting moisture and 400 milligrams of CBD for enhanced relaxation. Foria fans love their sex oil because it's clean, silky, but never sticky and safe for sensitive skin. I can read insanely glowing reviews from Foria's website all day. I would recommend going to Foria's website and reading the raving reviews from these products. But you really honestly have to try these formulas for yourself to truly understand. And I highly, highly recommend that you do. The good news is that Foria is offering a special deal for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order by visiting foriawellness.com slash willcole or use code willcole at checkout. That's F-O-R-I-A wellness.com forward slash willcole for 20% off your first order. I recommend trying their Awaken Arousal Oil and the Sex Oil. You'll thank me later. So going back to the weight training, do you have just a leg day? Is that basically what it is? And then you go to upper, are you doing bicep shoulder, like arms and shoulders? Or how, I guess, specific are you getting to work out a specific muscle group? So if I'm at home and on routine, I will generally do a leg day. And that, and I always do abs. I always do abs because if I stop doing them, I never do them because I hate them. So I do them every day. Legs, and then I will do chest and arms and then back and shoulders and then legs again that's kind of my split if i'm traveling which i've been traveling a ton for work lately i will just kind of try to get movement in so maybe it's more mm -hmm. of like a full upper body day with push-ups overhead press like i'm just trying to get as much in as possible and then walking a ton same with lower body day if i happen to have a gym with weights i'll just like make it work with the equipment that they have mm -hmm. got it and uh, supplements, uh, as far as supplements are concerned, what is there any 
supplements you've found to be beneficial around your workouts to kind of improve your gains? Yeah. So obviously I love my Bloom Greens. That's my company, Bloom Nutrition. I love my greens for digestion and bloating first thing in the morning. In terms of like, I'm not a big caffeine person, but I have recently found this really clean hydration powder called Pickle Bowl and it doesn't have any weird ingredients in it and it's blue. So look that up on Amazon if you're interested. And then I just like to honestly get my protein in through food. So when I come home, I have a bunch of turkey bacon, coconut yogurt and berries. There are tons of supplements that I like outside of that. Like I love magnesium at the moment. I am doing various herbs for my hormones, but around the workout, not too, too much. Got it. So no creatine branch. Are you doing protein powder? I love hydrolyzed collagen, which we do have at Bloom, and I just put that in my coffee, but I'm not big on protein powder right now. And creatine, I eat a ton of red meat, so Mm -hmm. I'm kind of unsure if I need it or not. Yeah. I would like to get your opinion on that, but people have been asking me about creatine. I used to take it, but I haven't lately. Yeah. No, I agree with you that food is first, and if you're, that's kind of my next question. Are you measuring the amount of complete protein, which these foods are rich with creatine in anyways. Are you tracking macros or calories? What's that look like for you? No, I get really stuck on certain meals. Like I pretty much eat the same thing every day, which is kind of crazy, but I'm really busy and it helps me just feel good about what I'm eating every day. I look forward to every single meal. So like I just said, the breakfast is the turkey bacon with the coconut and berries. Lunch, I either have steak, carrots, and maybe a side salad, or I have a salad with double chicken and like beets and avocado. Dinner lately has been a steak and salad and that's all I eat. Like I am obsessed with steak right now. I eat it pretty much every day. I was eating a significant amount of salmon and seafood before. After doing lab work and seeing that I have heavy metals in my system and some mold and SIBO, I've been on this journey of kind of trying to reduce those toxins. So Mm -hmm. kind of pulling away from seafood a little bit just during this journey. But yeah, I I pretty much focus every single meal around protein, but I don't track. I like that. Keep it simple, intuitive, but make sure you're optimizing every meal. You mentioned this and you've been very open and honest. We've talked about it before is your journey with hormone health and acne and breakouts and other hormonal symptoms. Tell me about that. How, how I'm sure it's difficult to be in the public eye, have people look up to you and, and it be something you're struggling with. So what's that looked like for you? Yeah, it has been an internal battle for me. I came off of birth control and spironolactone, which is kind of a recipe for disaster. Obviously, I was superficially keeping my hormones somewhat balanced for a long time. I'm at the point in my life where, number one, I'd love to heal naturally because it's what I am so interested in and I'm ready for that challenge. But two, I would like to have kids. So coming off of both of those medications was necessary. And for The four months following coming off that medication, my skin just exploded in a way that I could have never have imagined. And having that type of acne on camera, in person, at events, meeting people, it's all you think about. And even looking people in the eye becomes challenging. And it just really tested me because for the first few months, I was like, I can't handle this. I was so tempted to grab the spironolactone and go back to the medication. 
I felt defined by the acne. It was all I thought about. And I had a lot of people supporting me, like my naturopath, and coaching me through it and and having me look deeper and finding things about myself that I loved other than the way I looked. And in doing that, I kind of discovered, wow, I need to work on my self-love a little bit because if my acne is bringing me down this bad, clearly I need to work on some things. So it kind of forced me to have this next level inner journey with myself and also to have patience because I'm doing everything I can for this acne, whether it's diet, skincare, the exercise, I've really adjusted everything in my life. And I'm actually finally getting to the point now, I have like one zit here that I keep staring at, but other than that, my skin is really starting to clear up and I'm so grateful that I didn't panic and grab the medication again. I'm so proud of myself for pushing through. It's been such a journey and being in the public eye, I mean, even yesterday, I was feeling really good about my skin. It's not perfect, but when you have acne, you know, every little win feels amazing And I happen to see, in general, I don't look at comments. I happen to see a comment of someone being like, her skin's a mess. How can she give wellness advice? And it just, it it hit. And I had to breathe through it and tell myself, first of all, the video was weeks ago. And that person doesn't know me at my core. Mm -hmm. And I have to be able to find my self-love in the worst moments, you know, we're going to keep getting knocked down and having people question us over and over again. And having that self-love is going to get me through difficult times, whether it's acne, whether it's things I don't even see coming. So it has been an up and down battle, but I think so many women are having hormone issues right now. I hope me speaking about it can just make people feel less alone because with social media, you feel like you are the only one that has acne. So mm-hmm. I hope for anyone listening, they know that. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. As you were telling the story, I'm like, yes, I hear it every day. You are helping an immense nation of people that are, whether birth hormonal birth control or not is included in that, just hormonal problems at large because of what people are exposed to, what we're eating, our environment, stress levels, all these things. But let's talk about it. I mean, so many women, they're just put on hormonal birth control for any number of reasons as sort of the catch-all and coming off of it for many people, not everybody, but for many people, it's difficult and rebounding and the whole, how, so let's talk about how any other issues beyond breakouts did you notice symptom-wise coming off of not just the hormonal birth control, but spironolactone as well? I mean, losing my period was so scary for me. It was something I think I took for granted, you know, and I was so scared. I was like, I want to have kids. Like, I thought that it would come back right away. And I think a lot of us have this impression that birth control is this safe option. And we're given birth control starting at age 16 for some people. I think I was on it for 10 years. So I just wish I had known the implications of taking that medication when I started. Because as a young person, you're Mm -hmm. told it will clear your acne. It will help your period symptoms it's like this cure all. But then when you get to my age, I'm 29 years old and you want to start a family or just live a more natural, holistic lifestyle, you're suddenly presented with all these issues that you were unaware of. And I'm hearing so many people my age talk about this, that sure, maybe birth control is the only option for some people, but I just want them to know Mm -hmm. that these things can happen. And 
after having guests on the podcast and hearing from hormone specialists, I am like somewhat horrified that I ever took the pill for that long and so happy that I'm on this journey of healing myself naturally now. Mm-hmm. Look, I like you said, I want people to do whatever they want to do with their health care, but there should be informed consent. I mean, you're talking to anyone, let alone a 16-year-old, and just saying, take this without really educating them about the pros and cons of these pills, these medications. It's it's irresponsible the way that many people are doing, most people are giving these medications and hormone birth control uh, pills out. So what, is there anything on your, you mentioned sticking it out and not giving up and really wanting to see this through and you wanted to go back on it and just get, just take the, take the pill. Was there anything that you've done so far? Because your skin is glowing. You mentioned it's you're still on a journey, you're still working on it, but it looks amazing now. So what has been the biggest tools for you to get your hormones balanced? Yeah. Wow. I'm doing so many things that, okay, I'm going to start big picture. Sleep and water. I know everyone says that, but really optimizing those things. I also love the sauna and ice bath. I think as long as you're washing your face right after the sauna, it can really help detox the skin. I also think doing an analysis of everything I eat in a day and being like, okay, what am I eating a lot of that I'm not even realizing? And for me, it was nuts. I feel like when you're a healthy person, sometimes you consume a lot of almond milk, protein bars with nuts. Nuts are like a replacement for everything. And I found like, wow, I'm consuming a ton of nuts in my day, especially almonds. And I actually switched to coconut milk and really reduced the amount of nuts I eat in a day, like almond butter and smoothies. That helped a ton. I also think switching my cooking fats to ghee, tallow, or just grass-fed butter has also helped a lot cooking from home for the most part. I'm someone who's, by the way, very like internal when it comes to skin. Sure, skincare can really help, but like I've never seen that big of a difference from skincare. I just think it's all internal. I know people are really big fans of things like DIM and Zyrtec. And I like, is it Zyrtec? Is that the right word? No, Zyrtec's like a a medication. I mean, you're probably thinking of, I don't know, zinc maybe? Vitex. Vitex, Vitex, it's chaste tree. Sorry, guys. Uh, I would like to, people are going to pick up Zyrtec. <laughs> no, please no. Oh my gosh, I wish I didn't say that. No, that's funny. But sometimes I think those things can be band-aids. So I would recommend getting your labs done, have someone super smart like Dr. Will Cole look at your labs <laughs> and look for heavy metals, mold, SIBO, who knows? Because I'm a super healthy person and I had all of those things. So looking at that and being like, wow, I need to work on this. And also seeing my liver enzymes elevated and working on my liver by doing castor oil packs or hot lemon water in the morning and really cleansing the liver. I could go really in detail on this, but I think looking at that internal lab work put me on the right path to mm-hmm. knowing what I needed to focus on. I love that. All of these things I've seen be game changers for patients. So castor oil packs, my team, my telehealth patient team, they turned me on to it years ago. And since we, we've layered it into patient protocols, it's been a game changer for many people, but not enough people talk about it. It's a little bit, a little bit different. What, what's it look like for you? How do you, how do you do it for yourself? 
So you want to get a glass dark bottle of castor oil and kind of like apply it to the liver area and then wrap. I have this one called like queen something from Amazon. Wrap it around. I sleep in it all night with just like a big t-shirt over it. And I think it really helps with like digestion, with liver Mm -hmm. cleansing. I try to do it every month, if not twice a month. And we already saw in my labs that my liver enzymes improved. So whatever I'm doing kind of worked for me, which is fantastic. I love, that's so cool that we can just implement some healthy habits and see that Mm -hmm. improvement in the lab work. So yeah, the castor oil packs are kind of weird and medieval looking, but they work. (laughs) I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. If you're a longtime listener, you probably know by now, what's the one thing that I have every single day to support my foundational nutrition and that I recommend to telehealth patients? You better know what this is. It's AG1. If there's a sponsor on the podcast, you all know. It's because something that I use personally, I recommend it to telehealth patients, my team loves it, or all three. This is definitely an all three. They've really done a lot to optimize and fill in the gaps of the most common nutrient deficiencies. I look at labs all day long with new telehealth patients. Nutrient deficiencies are ubiquitous, and they're going to impact your energy levels. They're going to impact your immune system. They're going to impact your inflammation levels, your gut health, hormone health. And you can fill in the gaps very simply with just one scoop of AG1 every day. That's all you have to do to really do a lot for your health. It's a simple, sustainable, practical thing you can do every day to feel better. Think of it like this. AG1 is a multivitamin, multimineral, a green superfood, a probiotic blend, an adaptogen blend, a gut health support blend, a functional mushroom blend, all in one. AG1 is a supplement I trust to provide the support my body needs daily, and that's why they've been a partner for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3, K2, and also five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash willcole. That's drinkag1.com slash willcole. Check it out. Have you heard about TN Dickinson's? It's this trusted brand that we recommend to patients. They provide amazing, gentle, effective, personal care, first aid, and skin care. Every family should have at least one bottle of TN Dickinson's Witch Hazel. And they have so many different varieties for your skincare, for your first aid. These are 100% natural, of course. 
clinical grade witch hazel that gently cleanses, soothes, and treats so many skin needs for the whole family. No matter what life throws your way, you can bet there's a TN Dickinson's for that. TN Dickinson's products are available on Amazon and at major retailers, including Walgreens, Walmart, Target, CVS, and Rite Aid. The TN Dickinson's Witch Hazel that's alcohol-free is this amazing moisturizing astringent that combines the science-backed benefits of witch hazel with hyaluronic acid and aloe to hydrate and soothe the skin while still cleansing. It's perfect for dry, sensitive, or irritated skin. And then they have, of course, the clinical grade 100% natural astringent of pure witch hazel. And then they have other cleansing cloths as well for your skincare. So what I want you to do is head on over to tndickinsons.com slash willcole to check out all these amazing products and what they can do for your skin. That's tndickinsons.com slash willcole, tndickinsons.com slash willcole for more information and to purchase. All right, let's talk about Bloom Nutrition. And you know, I'm such a fan of what you all are doing over there. How did it come to be? I've never really asked you this. I know that you are like a legend on TikTok, social media, but how? what's the origin of Bloom Nutrition? So I began my page on Instagram in 2017 and I posted a before and after photo that blew up and kind of very organically, my community was asking for products. So they were like, we want a workout plan. We want a nutrition guide. So my first ever product was a PDF workout guide. It was $5. I would manually email it to people and they would PayPal me. So super inefficient business. All day I was just on my phone, sending these plans. And Greg was my business partner from the beginning. He's so entrepreneurial. I'm very creative and brand focused and he's like numbers marketing. So together we were kind of like the perfect team. We figured out how to make a website. We sold a lot of guides put all of the money we made from that into a resistance band, which was my first physical product. We hand-packed and shipped 900 out of my house and then got a web uh, website and a manufacturer. While that was happening, I was still on my fitness journey. Like I feel like a fitness journey never really ends, but I was still, you know, figuring things out. And I would walk into a GNC and look for supplements and just found everything was extremely masculine, intimidating, you know, like C4 or red, black, like crazy stuff. And I was like, you know, I really feel like there's a missing brand here for people like me, like women who are trying to live their best life, who are new to fitness and trying to have more products for wellness that taste good and are easy to incorporate. So we started sampling for Bloom in 2018, started with pre-workout, made a lower caffeine, kind of more, more focused focused product. So L-theanine, green tea caffeine, but still tasted really good. So we did everything ourselves from the labels. We worked with a manufacturer in New York down the street from us on the formula. And we were like our customer service team. We did social media. We did the website. So we were like a two-man show launched in January of 2019 and sold out right away. So we were like, okay, I think we have something here. The community was really involved from the beginning. I would show them everything, like the behind the scenes, the labels. And from there, we just kept making products that they were asking for. And later that year, actually 2020, 
I really wanted a supplement that was an all-in-one fruits and veggies, probiotics, digestive enzymes, a greens powder that I could take every day that tasted good because that was the biggest thing. A lot of them tasted like grass. So I wanted something that tasted really good and we formulated this greens powder. I took it on vacation with me. I was taking it like twice a day while I was like drinking and eating more than usual. And I just found that it was so effective for bloating and made me feel amazing. And I guess the audience did too. And our greens really, really took off. And that was right before COVID. And ever since then, greens is like our main thing. That's our hero skew. It's like 85% of the business. And that's kind of what we're known for now. So we now have 60 employees, 60 plus employees out of Venice, California. And I literally can't believe how big it is. We're in Amazon, we're in Target, we're in Walmart. So everything started out of my dad's attic and now we're here. It's insane. <laughs> Thanks, dad. <laughs> I was gonna, that was gonna be a, going to be my next question is, do you ever pinch yourself like walking through a Walmart or a Target and like, that's your, that's your product, that's your baby. It's insane. The weird part is from the beginning, I said, the girl is a is a target girl. Like I knew the customer was a target girl because I was a target girl. She's up with the trends. She knows what she wants, but she's also looking for things that are on a budget that fit with her lifestyle. And it was crazy to get the target deal because it was just something I knew was going to happen. But even when I see it, I mean, right now we have an end cap with my face on it in Walmart all over the country. And I'm just like, it's insane. <laughs> Next level. It's, it's really cool. As uh, Can you share any secrets? Like, are there any upcoming Bloom Nutrition products that are on the way? So we just launched a strawberry kiwi greens that everyone's loving. On the way, we are really focused on R&D right now for drinks. I won't say what kind of drinks yet because we're still thinking about it. But I, I really think that's the next step for us. I love that. Let me know. I would love to to talk to you about this. I, I'm fascinated about this nutrition science of it all. And I love brands like you. I mean, you just are an authentic human being and you're doing amazing things. Not that you need little old me to like cheer you on, but I'm so proud of you. You guys are doing Thank amazing you. things. We love you over at Bloom. We would love to chat with you and get your advice on a drink, 100%. Awesome. So something that you and I have talked about on the phone, speaking of business, is podcasting like we're doing right now. It's not our day job. And some people, it is their day job and God bless them. But if we're like running a business, I'm running a telehealth center, you're running Bloom Nutrition. How are you juggling it all? Have you found a rhythm that works for you? I wish you could have seen my day yesterday because when I tell you I was a headless chicken, like, <laughs> oh my God, I could have. And I remember calling you when I started this podcast and I was like, Dr. Will Cole, is this normal? Like, how are you handling this? This is insane. And you were like, yep welcome to the business. And I was like, okay, <laughs> it's nuts. But I will say the podcast is like the most enjoyable part of my job right now, because I basically get to sit down and talk about things that I'm obsessed with anyway. And I feel very authentic in the podcast. So my podcast is called Pursuit of Wellness. And I basically sit with guests who love nutrition, love exercise, are all about mental health, about trauma, things I'm so interested in and would ask questions about anyway. And it's been incredible. I've learned so much in terms of handling it, still working on that. I flip flop between the business, the podcast, my fitness app, trying to live my life every single day. And it's 
it's hectic for sure but i have a fantastic team who support me and help me make it happen and you just learn along the way yeah and i like we started saying before you start we started recording is it, you have a studio in your hq now so that's nice oh, a little so bit less nice. back and forth driving it's yeah i do amazing. i do everything from my telehealth center so i don't have to leave usually do you have to like intentionally set times to go on walks and stuff because otherwise you end up yeah. in the chair all day yeah, yeah. I we walk during lunch, a brisk walk during lunch, and I have a uh, treadmill desk. Love. You that. need to do that. I know. Do you have one? I have one, but I kept finding it was too loud. Oh, but I patients haven't complained. Maybe they're. <laughs> I haven't heard the other side, but you know what? I have my team has it as well. I can't even hear those. No way. I got it on Amazon. Pretty inexpensive. Okay. I'll send you. I'll send you the one. I. I don't even. I'll give you the name of it. We but have it, it a girl was, in the office who has a bright pink one, and she just slays on that thing all day. Yeah, it takes some. When I'm going over labs and typing, it does take some multitasking. But I figure it's good for my body and my mind. If like, don't fall and be fit in front of this patient right now. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Yeah. So I, I, your vi videos on your podcast go viral in many ways and get all the comments. You mentioned reading the comments or not reading the comments. How do you, are you ever surprised about the things that go viral? And how do you handle comments? People always giving their, their two yeah. cents. Sometimes I am surprised by the things that go viral. I think sometimes you just hit a nerve with people. Like recently I had Paul Saladino on, who is a meat guy, carnivore. Carnivore MD, yeah. Guy, and he is anti-oatmeal. And he was talking about that. <laughs> And people lost their minds. Like, I did not realize how loyal oatmeal people are. And, <laughs> you know, it, it was a little shocking. But I think that's how social media works nowadays. Controversy sparks conversation. And to me, I'm like, well, the reason I started the podcast was to bring people on, regardless of if I agree with them or not. I want to hear new perspectives. I want to learn. And I, I don't walk away from every conversation being like, oh, yeah, I 100% agree. I'm going to do everything they said. No, that's not the point of the show. So I stay out of the comments because I'm like, let people discuss it. Let people get angry about oatmeal. And that's their thing. And I try not to let it impact the way I run the show. Because I think mm -hmm. if I were to read every comment, I would have it in my head when asking questions. And I would be hesitant to upset people and I'm sick of that. I'm sick of walking on eggshells. I think what's so beautiful about podcasts is that it's a long form conversation. It's valuable information. And we have the privilege to hear people mm -hmm. who are so knowledgeable about topics. Like it's it's like getting a free appointment with a doctor that never has a, a you know what I mean? Like yeah. sitting with someone who you never would sit with in a regular day. So mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been pretty wild with the with the viral videos. <laughs> I, I, I'm watching from the sidelines and I'm cracking up at them. And I love that. I think you it, you shouldn't get in your own head. And there's always going to be keyboard warriors. You kind of have to have healthy boundaries with that stuff. As you know, the podcast is called The Art of Being Well. At the end of every episode, we have your art of being well. This is Mari Llewellyn's part, Art of Being Well. First question is, what's the worst tasting healthy food it tastes disgusting, but you still eat it because it has nutrition science behind it, has some health benefits behind it. Okay. Love that question. Right now, I'm doing a chunk of liver every morning, and it is pretty gross, but I love it in terms <laughs> of benefits. 
Yeah, you got some vitamin A, ret- true vitamin A, retinol, got some B vitamins, some oh, yeah. iron, protein. How chunk of it sounds gross <laughs> in and of yeah. itself. How are you? Are you like freeze doing the freezing sort of thing or just chewing it? What's it? I freeze it and swallow it whole. I cannot deal with the chewing. I still taste it though. It hits my throat and I'm like, oh, it's bad, but it's just quick, you know, just throw it down. Yeah, exactly. Hey, that's a tip. That's a tip. We've done it for years at the telehealth center. Get some ice, liver ice chips, basically. Yeah. Love it. What is a food that you could eat? Like the if you could eat one food for the rest of your life, regardless of health benefits, like purely on taste alone, what's that food for you? Oh my God, purely on taste. I love a savory crepe with like ham, cheese, and egg. They call it like a crepe complète in, in French. And I just die for French food. I love that. So speaking of traveling, what is, yeah, this is going to be hard for you. You guys travel a lot, but what's your favorite restaurant in the world? And when you're there, what do you order? Oh, well, that's such a good question and really, really hard. Oh man. I feel like I have to say the UK because that's where I'm from. <laughs> I'm going to say Switzerland because I have family there. I grew up there for three years and it's not necessarily a specific restaurant, but there's this cafe called Cafe de Bordeaux and you just get the fondue and some bread and that's it. And it's just simple and it's really good. And I just love food in Europe. So I'm going to say that. I love that. So you ha- you picked Switzerland because I made you pick. But if you had to pick somewhere in the UK, what would you pick? In the UK? Yeah. In the UK, just like a standard pub lunch or like okay. an English breakfast. Got it. I'm actually going there in a few weeks with my family and I need some recommendations. Oh, you got to go to Nando's. I, I was going to say, I've heard a lot of things about Nando's. You got to go to Nando's. Best chicken, peri-peri sauce. It sounds so basic, but it is incredible. I have to go check it out. What's a wellness brand? It could be a food, a snack, a product, mm. other than your own. Like, what's a brand that you really been digging that you think are doing some innovative, thoughtful things? I like Branch Basics right now, the cleaning products, because I am being very conscious of what I'm using in my house and what I'm like breathing in. And I've just realized what an impact that has. And I love the fact that they are very minimal ingredients and no fragrance or anything like that. I, I use them. At my house, for sure. What's the, this is a relative, completely relative question, but what is the weirdest wellness thing that you've done? Oh, I already used the liver, so I can't say that again. I've done a lot of weird things. Let's think. What's the weirdest thing I've done? I mean, the liver is kind of weird to people. People are having an adverse reaction to that. People have said, I mean, people have said all type of things, but it's so subjective, right? What's weird to you may not be weird. I or know. vice versa, right? You may not think it's weird, but the world thinks it's very weird. I mean, just even when I start my day, I go stand in the middle of the street because it has the best direct sunlight and I like stand there with my eyes open, absorbing light. So I feel like people think that's weird. <laughs> you know, some weird Martian call to New Age. Call oh yeah, 100%. Greeting the sun. <laughs> I do apple cider vinegar every day. I mean, it, that, nothing that weird. I just think on the whole, most people think I'm kind of weird. Because of my little things I do all day. (laughs) What's a free or low cost thing that you do for your wellness? Oh, got to be the sunlight. I think going outside, getting barefoot, if you can, absorbing the sunlight, just walking around with no phone, absorbing 
the sound and looking around and being mindful. I think that's free and very valuable. Something that I know about you is you love to ride horses, which I do as well. Do you, would you rather be on a trail ride or would you rather like be in an arena situation? The arena and the jumping gives me such adrenaline and it satisfies my work ethic because I think it makes me feel like I'm progressing and I do have that in me where I'm like, I want to be the best. But a trail ride gives me so much peace and mindfulness that I think I'd take the trail ride over the over the jumping. And also, I'm, I don't want to get hurt. And I've fallen off a couple of times at this point. <laughs> Do you ride English, Western? What's it? What's I, yours? I ride English. That's how I've been learning. And I love it. But I will say I would love to try Western. I want to put a Western saddle on my horse and he's never, ever experienced that. So I'm curious how he's going to react. But I think Western's great for like trail riding and just a bit more of a chill approach. Yeah, I agree. What type of horse do you have? What what what's the breed? He is a Polish warm blood. He is a painted horse, so he has brown spots and he is a character. He's big. He's like 17 hands and he throws his hay at people. He is a clown. Like he'll throw his food bowl out of his stall. He's just like and he's also bomb proof. So whenever I'm riding him there's helicopters, a leaf blower went off next to him and he is unfazed. So he's been <laughs> a horse in Los Angeles better be bombproof. <laughs> Great, 100%. <laughs> Do you know what Enneagram you are? Do you know the personality? Oh my God, no. Oh, you have to find out. We have to find out what Mari which is. Which one are you? I'm a five, which is a researcher, which is good for my job. But I want to know which one you are. Okay, I, I will do it and let you know. Do you know, What do you think I am? I don't know. I would guess a three. I, if I had to guess, knowing what I know about you, I would guess Enneagram 3, which is like the perfectionist. I don't know the exact name for it, but it's like, I, I not in a bad way, but you're perf performance driven. Like you said, you love that arena because it's like that work ethic. Mm. I could be Sounds wrong. Like me. I'll, do, I'll do the test and let you know. I'll, I'll send it to you. Do you go to Starbucks? And if you are at Starbucks, what's your order? Heck no, I don't go to Starbucks. <laughs> I you will never find me in a Starbucks truly because what? okay tell me why I feel like I'm a little bit maybe because I have a business I'm like anti the system and I'm like I don't want to go support this big whatever but also I'm scared of their coffee and tea because I'm like that is probably moldy as heck so <laughs> if I go to a coffee shop it has to be organic and like mom and pop vibes if I were to go to a Starbucks I would get a venti green iced tea I, I, that's what I get. I get a Trenta because they give me the big ass Trenta, black tea or the green tea, either way. Has it ever that's, given you a stomachache? Black tea in general, if I have it on an empty stomach, can. Actually, green tea can as well. Acidity, right? Yeah. So I w normally won't drink a lot of it on an empty stomach, but some, do some don't. I use peak tea on a regular basis. I'll Love have the peak tea. tea. Yeah. Love. And that does not make me nauseous at all. And I typically fast with it. So I think it's depending on the tea, how concentrated it is. And you're right. With a lot of the Starbucks, there is not a uniform. Like the people making it aren't necessarily always following the instructions the best way. Because you can get some that are really strong and then some that are really watery. I know. Anything that's like mass produced scares me. Yeah. So. What's your thoughts on peanut butter? See, I know people are contra don't love the peanut butter. I love peanut butter. It brings me joy. What's your thoughts on peanut butter? It doesn't bring me enough joy. 
<laughs> to it gives me acne. I, a lot of people say that it causes acne and I find for me it does too. If I have a nut butter, I would prefer an almond or a cashew butter, but I know it's so freaking good. Yeah, you're a purist. I can't get by. I just don't love the almond butter. Cashew butter would be number two for me. I didn't grow up with peanut butter and I think that's a big reason why I'm like, oh. you know. So it's not an English thing? You don't have peanut not butter? Not in my childhood it wasn't. We had Marmite. Have you uh, had of that? Of course. Yeah, I've heard of it, never had it. You got to try it. Good. <laughs> what is, you mentioned inside out being more effective for your skincare, but if you talk about outside in, like if you had to use only one skincare product, what would that product be? Mm, a good cleanser for sure. Cause like you got to get all that stuff off your face and a moisturizer because I think too many people with acne just try to dry it up and too many people with acne are harsh with their skin. And I think being gentle goes a long way. Got it. Any brands that you like for that? I've tried so many. I think Clear Stem's great. I use a lot of stuff for my facialist. Kind of hopped around, but I, I try to focus on hydration, to be honest. Yeah, great. And last question, what is a book that you've read? It could be fiction. It could be nonfiction that's really was like very insightful, got you thinking in a fresh new way. I loved The Midnight Library recently. I don't know if you've read that, but it's- I have not. Fantastic for mindset. Really good read. It keeps you gripped, but like at the end, you really think. And then one book I always reference during my fitness journey was Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. I probably read it six times. It teaches you to embrace pain. And for me at that point in my life, changed my whole life. So those two. Love it. Mari, it's always great catching up with you, either one-on-one -on -one or in front of hundreds of thousands of people, either way. Where can people go to learn about Bloom? listen to the podcast, all the things. Yeah, they can listen to the podcast at Pursuit of Wellness on Spotify or Apple, wherever they listen to podcasts. Bloom is B-L-O-O-M-N-U.com or Bloom Sups on Instagram. My Instagram is at Mari Llewellyn. And that's it. Uh, thanks for coming. Come back anytime. Thank you so much, Dr. Will. Appreciate it. Thanks again for listening to The Art of Being Well. If you have a chance, please rate and review the podcast here. And if you like what you're hearing, hit follow and pass it along to a friend. To see more, head to drwillcole.com slash podcast. I'll be back again next Thursday, and I hope you will too. Talk soon. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.